He's been the voice of Georgia Tech Sports. He is the voice of the Madden NFL video game. He's done network TV. And now the new Braves TV play-by-play voice for Bally Sports South and Southeast. Brandon Gauden stopping by for a few minutes. Brandon, thanks for your time. Absolutely. Glad to do it, Edgar. Thanks for having me. You've called this a dream come true for the lifelong Braves fan that you are getting this gig. And so now a few games in, how has it lived up? It has lived up to the hype. Of course, it helps when you win a few games to start things out, which has been nice. But it truly, for me as a kid who, even though I grew up in Indiana, I grew up as part of that TBS generation. And so I was addicted to Braves baseball. That's always been my team. And so to get the job when you fast forward three decades later, it was surreal when I got the call that I would be getting the assignment. And then that first game in D.C. at Nationals Park, sitting up in that booth, there were so many emotions and thoughts running through my mind. And there were some butterflies. And it truly is a dream. And I think it's cool that Braves fans know that you are the lifelong Braves fan. So you're right there with them as far as Uh, this team living and dying in the field. And back to your reaction, I think you were speechless. (laughs) When I first got the call, I was eating at a taco restaurant in Atlanta on the west side. And I remember the, the phone call came in and I knew what it was. I knew that this was probably the news one way or the other. And when the words were said that it was my job, if I wanted it, I just kind of sat there with my mouth open for a second. And it's, you know, I talked about the emotions that hit me on opening day and those were plentiful. But that's one of those phone calls. That's one of those like five second increments in your life that you will never forget. And we all only get so many of those. You hope that more of them are good than bad. But that's one of the most amazing ones that I know that I will ever experience. And I just had to collect myself, and I almost got a little choked up. And then, of course, my reply was, I'm incredibly excited and just can't wait to get it started. And, yes, when can we get going? Uh, So so it was an incredibly neat moment that truly did leave me speechless. And so you're going to get to work with other Braves greats through the season, including Tom Glavin. Your daily on-air partner is Jeff Rancourt, who you had not met previously. And how's that been working with uh, Jeff a few games in now, getting that chemistry going? Fantastic. He just could not have been more welcoming, more kind, easier to work with in the booth. He's got the gift of gab to not only do that on the mic, but just down on the field and in the clubhouse, seeing how the players respond to him has been a real joy. And then to get to work later on in the season with Tom Glavin, one of the big three that I grew up idolizing with Smoltz and Maddox, you know, that'll be another pinch me moment for me. Yeah, yeah, definitely awesome. So this Braves team thus far in 2023, pitching has been solid, but how about this offense? 32 runs with the help of 10 home runs across six games. Yeah, the offense, one through nine is so good. I think that's the power top to bottom is what really strikes you. I mean, the other day you got Ozuna hitting seventh, and that's a guy who can go for 30 homers. You got in the ninth spot in the order, Arcia. He's got 15 homers in two different seasons. So it's one through nine. This lineup is really stacked. And we saw the homer that Austin Riley hit in St. Louis that hasn't landed yet, a 473 feet right. longest homer that any player uh, on an opposing team has hit at Bush Stadium. So it, it's a lineup that is to be feared top to bottom. And knock on wood, everybody stays healthy. It's going to be that way for all 162 and into the postseason.
And that's the offense, obviously, we know about the pitching and Max Fried. Uh, hopefully he'll come back uh, relatively soon from that uh, hamstring injury. Bullpens look pretty good so far. So when you blend it all together between this offense, the veteran leadership, the young players across the board, what are the big storylines in your mind that you're watching for this season here? Well, coming in, it was shortstop. Who would win that position? It was what's going to happen in left, and it was the fifth spot in the rotation. To me, with what Orlando R.C. has done at short early in the year, he's kind of solidified himself as that everyday guy. And I think that he's earned that spot. The two young guys that we're battling with him that are now at AAA and Grissom and Shoemake, they're great prospects. They're going to play in the bigs. Obviously, the Braves front office just felt that now was not their time. And I think that I, the Braves feel really good about what Orlando's done so far. In left, I think they have good options. And with what they have in center and right, obviously – with Harris and Acuna, I just I don't think that, that that makes left field less of a question mark with how strong the other two outfield spots are. But again, I think you have options out there. I think the question right now is how is this rotation going to shuffle out? You need to get Max back from the little hamstring tweak, and he'll come back on, on the IL briefly, but he'll be back. And then when you get right back and healthy, still need to see what's going to happen with Michael Soroka and his return from injury. But then you've got options. I mean, when, and when you've got the guys that they do, a healthy Max Reed when he's back, obviously Strider, Morton Wright, when you have those options, who is going to be the fifth and maybe at times even the fourth starter to me isn't, look, is it a concern? Sure, but it's not as big of a concern. This is a problem that a lot of other teams would love to have, what's going on with the Braves starting rotation. So I don't think there are any big question marks, but I think just figuring out, who the firm five in that rotation will be as the season goes. That'll be something to track uh, May into June. Well, we are finally set now for this home opener, Brandon, and the Braves coming in hot and out of a sweep of the Cardinals in St. Louis. And so many people regard that as a great baseball town, but Braves country takes a back seat to no one in its support of the team in this city. Oh, man. Truest. I've been there as a fan many times. And I'm just so excited to sit in that booth for the first time and call a game at home. There is nothing like being, and I've done it on a smaller scale, there's nothing like being the voice of a team in your home park calling that game. It's different on the road, and it's fun on the road, and Mm -hmm. it's fun to go and beat teams in their own park and hear the silence of the crowd when the Braves do something great. That's cool, but when you've got the home crowd behind you, it just kind of makes the hair on the back of your neck stand up, and it gives you goosebumps. And so to be able to experience that first home game and the opener and have it be against a really good team with obviously a lot of star power is going to be to say it's going to be fun is an understatement I just can't wait to get there and call it when you look at the atmosphere at Truist Park and the battery surrounding this the game day experience at the whole complex there is one of the best in baseball it absolutely is and I know that a lot of people understandably so were very hesitant when the Braves made the announcement that they were going away from downtown and Turner and going to Cobb County. And I get it. I was one of the people that was a little reticent myself, but it's hard to argue that when you go to Truist for a ball game and you experience all that is around Truist and the battery there, it is hard to top. It is of all the venues I've been to in the NFL, the NBA, college football, college basketball, and major league baseball, it ranks right up there at the top. So your broadcast style in calling games, what's most important to you as you take any game and then put it back out there and call it for the viewers just bringing the passion and energy and excitement to the fan base you want them to know and feel that you are with them you are cheering for the team just
just like they are. Now you have to be professional. And if the other team's up 10 nothing, you can't sugarcoat it. That's what's going on. But you are the Braves broadcaster, and you are supposed to bring a good, positive energy. As far as my overall style, to me, baseball is, is the broadcaster's sport. It is a sport that allows you to let the game breathe a little bit, to get into some storytelling, to have some back and forth. I always say put the game in high definition a little bit with those big moments, but right. it also lends itself to a little bit of just soaking in the atmosphere, and uh, can't wait to do that at Truist Park. Brandon Gauden, Bally Sports, New Braves, play-by-play voice. Brandon, uh, big thanks for your time here, and have a great season. Absolutely. Thanks for having me.